Hey, welcome to day 199 of Rockcliffe's 365 Days of the Bible. Today I wanted to share a highlight from our reading of 2 Kings chapter 18, verses 1 to 8, 2 Chronicles chapters 29, 31, and Psalm chapter 28. Uh, there's quite a few points in these chapters that I wanted to point out because I thought they were all quite interesting. Um, so today I'll start with 2 Kings uh, chapter 18. Uh, verses 3 of 4 say... Uh, talk about Hezekiah, a uh, new king of Judah, and it says he did what was pleasing. In, he did what was pleasing in the Lord's sight, just as his ancestor David had done. He removed the pagan shrines, smashed the sacred pillars, and cut down the Asherah poles. He broke up the bronze serpent that Moses had made because the people of Israel had been offering sacrifices to it. The bronze serpent was called Nehushtan. So that that I thought was really interesting because finally there was a king who was serving the Lord. Above and beyond, he not only served the Lord, but he also cut down the Asherah poles and broke down the uh, shrines, which I thought was really cool. That was, I kind of cheered a little bit when I read that passage. So I thought that was really interesting. And then I wanted to just go over Second Chronicles chapter twenty-nine, a few of the things that he did because it was that was also interesting to read through. So uh, the first bit I wanted to read was from chapter twenty-nine. It uh, chapter 29, verse 17. Um, Hezekiah is trying to cleanse the temple of the Lord because it had been uh, it had been defiled by the generations before who stopped worshiping, stopped burning incense at the temple. And so Hezekiah go, tells the Levites and the priests to purify it. And it says, They began the work in early spring on the first day of the new year, and in eight days they had reached the entry room of the Lord's temple. Then they purified the temple of the Lord itself, which took another eight days. So the, so the entire task was completed in 16 days. So in 16 days, uh, they went through the whole temple and purified it from the previous generations who had defiled it. I thought that was really interesting. That seems like such a t- short time frame, but um, yeah, two weeks and they had purified the Lord's temple, which I thought was really cool. And you see a lot more stuff like that. Um, like in chapter 29, verse 34, it says, um, actually, I'll start at, cha- at verse 31. Then Hezekiah declared, Now that you have consecrated yourselves to the Lord, bring your sacrifices and thanksgiving offerings to the temple of the Lord. So the people brought their sacrifices and thanksgiving offerings, and all whose hearts were willing brought burnt offerings too. The people brought to the Lord 70 bulls, 100 rams, and 200 male lambs for burnt offerings. They also brought 600 cattle and 3,000 sheep and goats as sacred, as sacred offerings. But there were too few priests to prepare all the burnt offerings. So their relatives, the Levites, helped them until the work was finished and more priests had been purified. For the Levites had been more conscientious about purifying themselves than the priests had been. So I thought that was really interesting. Um, they started uh, offering sacrifices again to purify themselves and uh, remove the sins of Israel. Uh, but there were so many sacrifices that they had to bring in Levites who weren't technically supposed to do that. I thought that was really interesting. Like, there was just uh, their hearts were so touched by the Lord and Hezekiah's uh, sudden movements that they they offered so many sacrifices that they had to call in more people to help them out. I thought that was really cool. And then cha- there's chapter thirty, verse six. Um, I thought this was one of the highlights because all the previous kings had sac- uh, served the Lord, but they never got the rest of Israel to serve with them, which meant that 
They were sometimes persuaded by the wrongdoings of Israel. But chapter 6 says, At the king's command, runners were sent throughout Israel and Judah. They carried letters that said, O people of Israel, return to the Lord, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, so that he will return to the few of us who have survived the conquest of Assyrian kings. <laughs> I just thought that was really cool. He, so, Hezekiah went out of his way to send letters to all the people of Israel to make sure that they turned to the Lord as well, which was really cool. And it actually later says, um, most of the people just laughed at the runners and made fun of them in verse 10. But uh, some of them, it says, however, some people from Asher, Manasseh, and Zebulun humbled themselves and went to Jerusalem. So I thought that was really cool. So sometimes, like in our life too, it seems like that. Like you can talk to a lot of people and no one listens or no one gets saved. But uh, every now and then there's a few people who hear what you're saying and come to the Lord, which I thought was really cool. Uh, the next little bit that I saw that was interesting was in Second Chronicles chapter 31, verses 11 and 12. Um, at this point, uh, the people of Israel were really moved, or not Israel, sorry, of Judah felt really moved, and they decided to bring, uh, they donated to the temple and its storage. So they, the Bible says that they piled up like all their offerings, like their the produce that they produced and wine and all this, and they made a heaping pile of just like donations and like tithe and chapters 12 uh no 11 to 12 or sorry not chapter verses 11 to 12 said Ezekiel ordered that storerooms be prepared in the temple of the lord when this was done the people faithfully brought all the guests tithes and other items dedicated for use in the temple Konaniah the levite was put in charge assisted by his brother shimei and I'm just imagining like how much work it must have been. They said there was heaping piles of just donations and tithes from people that they just brought uh, whatever they had and they donated to the Lord and uh, whatever animals and they stuff they had too. And they had to make storerooms just to hold all of it and how much work it would have been to move all that. I thought that was, that was interesting to read and it made me think about that. Uh, the last little bit of, from Chronicles I wanted to read was chapter or verse 21 where it's talking about Hezekiah, and it says, In all that he did in the service of the temple of God and in his efforts to follow God's laws and commands, Hezekiah sought his God wholeheartedly. As a result, he was very successful. And that was really cool to me. And so there's one little other bit that I wanted to read from, and that's from Psalms chapter 48, um, verses 12 to 14. And this is a, a song written by the descendants of Korah, which was actually mentioned before in Second Chronicles. I, I think the descendants of Korah also helped uh, with some of the t uh, work with the temple. And so uh, he's just singing a song of praise to God. And at verses 12 to 14, it says, Go inspect the city of Jerusalem. Walk around and count the many towers. Take note of the fortified walls and tour all the citadels, that you may describe them for future generations. For this is what God is like. He is our God forever and ever. He will guide us until we die. And that really stood out to me. The idea that um, they knew that they were only here for a moment. So they wanted to describe what the what Jerusalem looked like and its many towers. They said that's what God is like. That God is just so powerful and strong. And that really stood out to me as well. So that's all the verses that stood out to me while I was reading through. Many of them very interesting. It was a very exciting read for me. Because we finally 
have a king who served the Lord wholeheartedly and got rid of all the Asherah poles and pagan shrines and incense burners, which I thought I thought that was really cool. Like I gave it a little cheer when I read through that. But may you be encouraged by the word and built up in spirit and join us tomorrow for another highlight. Thanks.